Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on one. He saw his wife making her way towards him through the waltzing couples. When she reached him, she said into his ear, Gabriel, Aunt Kate wants to know won't you carve the goose as usual? Miss Daly will carve the ham and I'll do the pudding. All right, said Gabriel. She's sending in the younger ones first as soon as this waltz is over so that we'll have the table to ourselves. Were you dancing? asked Gabriel. Of course I was. Didn't you see me? What row had you with Molly Ivers? No row. Why? Did she say so? Something like that. I'm trying to get that Mr. Darcy to sing. He's full of conceit, I think. There was no row, said Gabriel, moodily. Only she wanted me to go for a trip to the west of Ireland, and I said I wouldn't. His wife clasped her hands excitedly and gave a little jump. Oh, do go, Gabriel, she cried. I'd love to see Galway again. You can go if you like, said Gabriel coldly. She looked at him for a moment, then turned to Mrs. Mallins and said, There's a nice husband for you, Mrs. Mallins. While she was threading her way back across the room, Mrs. Mallins, without adverting to the interruption, went on to tell Gabriel what beautiful places there were in Scotland and beautiful scenery. Her son-in-law brought them every year to the lakes and they used to go fishing. Her son-in-law was a splendid fisher. One day he caught a beautiful big fish and the man in the hotel cooked it for their dinner. Gabriel hardly heard what she said. Now that supper was coming near, he began to think again about his speech and about the quotation. When he saw Freddie Mallins coming across the room to visit his mother, Gabriel left the chair free for him and retired into the embrasure of the window. The room had already cleared, and from the back room came the clatter of plates and knives. Those who still remained in the drawing room seemed tired of dancing and were conversing quietly in little groups. Gabriel's warm, trembling fingers tapped the cold pane of the window. How cool it must be outside. How pleasant it would be to walk out alone, first along by the river and then through the park. The snow would be lying on the branches of the trees and forming a bright cap on the top of the Wellington Monument. How much more pleasant it would be there than at the supper table. He ran over the headings of his speech. Irish hospitality, sad memories, the three graces, Paris, the quotation from Browning. He repeated to himself a phrase he had written in his review. One feels that one is listening to a thought-tormented music. Miss Ivers had praised the review. Was she sincere? Had she really any life of her own behind all her propagandism? There had never been any ill feeling between them until that night. It unnerved him to think that she would be at the supper table, looking up at him while he spoke with her critical, quizzing eyes. Perhaps she would not be sorry to see him fail in his speech. An idea came into his mind and gave him courage. He would say, alluding to Aunt Kate and Aunt Julia, Ladies and gentlemen, the generation which is now on the wane among us may have had its faults, but for my part, I think it had certain qualities of hospitality, of humour, of humanity, which the new and very serious and hyper-educated generation that is growing up around us seems to me to lack. Very good. That was one for Miss Ivers. What did he care that his aunts were only two ignorant old women? A murmur in the room attracted his attention. Mr. Brown was advancing from the door, gallantly escorting Aunt Julia, who leaned upon his arm, smiling and hanging her head. 
An irregular musketry of applause escorted her also as far as the piano, and then, as Mary Jane seated herself on the stool, and Aunt Julia, no longer smiling, half-turned so as to pitch her voice fairly into the room, gradually ceased. Gabriel recognised the prelude. It was that of an old song of Aunt Julia's, arrayed for the bridal. Her voice, strong and clear in tone, attacked with great spirit the runs which embellish the air, and though she sang very rapidly, she did not miss even the smallest of the grace notes. To follow the voice without looking at the singer's face was to feel and share the excitement of swift and secure flight. Gabriel applauded loudly with all the others at the close of the song, and loud applause was borne in from the invisible supper table. It sounded so genuine that a little colour struggled into Aunt Julia's face as she bent to replace in the music stand the old leather-bound songbook that had her initials on the cover. Freddie Mallins, who had listened with his head perched sideways to hear her better, was still applauding when everyone else had ceased and talking animatedly to his mother, who nodded her head gravely and slowly in acquiescence. At last... When he could clap no more, he stood up suddenly and hurried across the room to Aunt Julia, whose hand he seized and held in both his hands, shaking it when words failed him or the catch in his voice proved too much for him. I was just telling my mother, he said. I never heard you sing so well. Never. No, I never heard your voice so good as it is tonight. Now, would you believe that now? That's the truth. Upon my word and honour, that's the truth. I never heard your voice sound so fresh and so, so clear and fresh. Never. Aunt Julia smiled broadly and murmured something about compliments as she released her hand from his grasp. Mr. Brown extended his open hand towards her and said to those who were near him in the manner of a showman introducing a prodigy to an audience, Miss Julia Morkin, my latest discovery. He was laughing very heartily at this himself when Freddie Mallins turned to him and said, well, Brown, if you're serious, you might make a worse discovery. All I can say is I never heard her sing half so well as long as I am coming here, and that's the honest truth. Neither did I, said Mr. Brown. I think her voice has greatly improved. Aunt Julia shrugged her shoulders and said with meek pride, Thirty years ago I hadn't a bad voice as voices go. I often told Julia said Aunt Kate emphatically, that she was simply thrown away in that choir. But she never would be said by me. She turned as if to appeal to the good sense of the others against a refractory child, while Aunt Julia gazed in front of her, a vague smile of reminiscence playing on her face. No, continued Aunt Kate, she wouldn't be said or led by anyone. He's slaving there in that choir night and day. Night and day. Six o'clock on Christmas morning. And all for what? Well, isn't it for the honour of God, Aunt Kate? asked Mary Jane, twisting round on the piano stool and smiling. Aunt Kate turned fiercely on her niece and said, I know all about the honour of God, Mary Jane, but I think it's not at all honourable for the Pope to turn out the women out of the choirs that have slaved there all their lives and put little whippersnappers of boys over their heads. I suppose it is for the good of the Church if the Pope does it, but it's not just, Mary Jane, and it's not right. She had worked herself into a passion and would have continued in defence of her sister, for it was a sore subject with her, but Mary Jane, seeing that all the dancers had come back, intervened pacifically. Now, Aunt Kate, you're giving scandal to Mr. Brown, who is of the other persuasion. 
Aunt Kate turned to Mr. Brown, who was grinning at this allusion to his religion, and said hastily, Oh, I don't question the Pope's being right. I'm only a stupid old woman, and I wouldn't presume to do such a thing. But there's such a thing as common, everyday politeness and gratitude. And if I were in Julia's place, I'd tell that Father Healy straight up to his face. And besides, Aunt Kate, said Mary Jane, we really are all hungry. And when we are hungry, we are all very quarrelsome. And when we are thirsty, we are also quarrelsome, added Mr. Brown. So that we had better go to supper, said Mary Jane, and finish the discussion afterwards. Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rte.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on One.